for sure. The levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels is good. What a boy. To another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only talent, the 17th Wonder Taylor. Yo, it is another in Fuego day in the hottest city in the world. We coming at you live and direct from South Florida. It is officially 7 7 16, September 16th, right? Where we have highs today of 89, lows of 77, current temperature right now about 83 degrees. We got about a 50% chance of rain. We need to probably go and rain today. This is officially volume nine. Episode 3, but track 549 of the Mighty Sports Podcast. And boy, do we have a big show for you guys today. We have it all, we have it all. And if you guys are trying to connect with the podcast to find everything Mighty Sports, go ahead and click on that little link tree link that you see scrolling at the bottom of your screen. That's the one to the left. That's the one to the left. I gotta, you know what? I gotta change the mirror on this. Not nah, everything else in the background. Just, yeah. Thinking out loud, letting the outside, letting the inside voices out. Right, Philly's on the goal line early. I'm rewatching this Philly game. <coughs> when we start off on the podcast, this is exactly where we're gonna start off. It's on some, it's on some Thursday night football, right? We got a big show for you guys today. Really, really big show for you guys today, right? As you guys can see, we're doing a Saturday morning show. Normally, you guys, you guys get a Friday night show, but today you get a you get a Saturday morning show. And again, if you guys want to call into the show, let's go ahead and pop on that little link. Anything you want to link to my T Sports, you catch on that little link. But if you want to call into the show, let's go ahead and download the Podbean app. And with the Podbean app, you'll be able to call in, interact with the show. But the chat lines are open, regardless if you want to call in or not. All chats on all features come in. That's look like we got our first chat. Covered in. Oh no, that's just me telling you guys to check out the link, the link tree link. We're gonna talk about some Thursday night football today. As we got that, was that that 
replaying in the background. We got our birthday shout outs that we're going to go through. As you guys know, we give a birthday shout out to everybody that had a birthday since the last time that we was on the air. We do that at the beginning of every single podcast. So if you want to hear your birthday, you want to hear your birthday shout it out, you go ahead and you make sure you stay tuned. You know anybody that had a birthday on the 14th, 15th, or 16th, you go ahead and you start putting them in the names in the comment. You start adding them at the show that so they can hear their birthday, their birthday shout outs. That's coming up, uh, coming up to you, and it's just moments away. We're going to talk some Yankees talk as they managed to. They managed to break even. Ooh. We got some Colorado beef. Like, who thought out of all the things that would come out of Colorado, it would be beef. But we got some we got some Colorado beef that we're gonna talk, we're gonna get into. We got some blue we got a blue chew promo code for you guys to get so that you guys got some things to so that you can get into. We're gonna talk about some WNBA playoffs. We got our week two NFL picks. And we gonna maybe we we maybe gonna do some division winners. And of course, whatever other news that we find delightful, we go ahead and pop that off to you as well. But you know what we say here, folks? Regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a blast on the My T Sports Podcast. Woo! So let's start talking. Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Tell you, very, very slowly, I'm getting back into the swing of things. It's the third episode back since our summer vacation. And boy, what a summer vacation it was. I'm telling you guys, like, I had a whole list. I had a whole list of things that happened over the summer. And I don't think I talked about any one of those. I I mean, I I, I put them in rhyme. You guys want to hear that? You guys want to hear that? I did like a summer report, like put it in raw, like had things like I was over here, and yo, it's not Joe Biden's son will hurt the damn coke, a little bit of smoke, like like shit like that, right? Excuse me, little shit like that. Right, we, we we had ready for you guys. We'll see, we'll see, we, we'll see if we squeeze that in. My nose tickles. Not, not, that ain't got cut it. I know we say we from South Florida, but I just blew my nose before the beginning of the podcast. I don't know if you guys heard. That's what it sounded like. A, like you had a car stalling, like in the back during the countdown. If you if you guys were here from the countdown, bless your heart. Thank you guys for listening that early, right? But if you sound like you heard a car stalling in the background, that was me just blowing my nose. Right, but you know what? Let's not stall anymore. Let's go ahead and start off the podcast the way that we start off, like, like to start off every single show, and that is with our birthday celebrations. So you know what I'm gonna tell you to do? I know, I know you may think it's early, but it ain't early for me. Whatever, we up, we in here, right? So get your beer, get yourself a shot, roll a joy, roll a blunt. Bowl or a steamroller, but it's time for us to celebrate with some birthdays, right? We go so like this, right? Because because yeah, it's because yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your but because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. All right, folks, we got a couple of birthday celebrations that we want to give out, right? A couple of birthday shots we want to give out. 
First, let's start out with September 14th, right? Got a couple birthdays we want to give out to. One to a former classmate of mine, David Allen. David Allen also is a DJ, right? Shout out to, if I remember his name correctly, he's his name is DJ Creep, right? Don't judge him by the name. Good dude, right? Um, um, great DJ as well. But go ahead and check out DJ Creep. I can't remember the last time I, on the last club I remember him um, him being able to DJ at, but look him up. I think that DJ Creep with a K. Just one K. Just one K. Right? Also want to say happy birthday to a former co-worker of mine, right? Shavonna Eckford. Happy birthday to you as well. That wraps up for the 14th. Let's move on to the 15th, right? We got a we got a birthday for a homeboy of mine named JoJo. Happy birthday, JoJo. Right? Also happy birthday to another uh, um, homeboy of mine named CeeLo Civics. I got to tell you something about this one. You know there's some people when they introduce themselves and you don't realize that the name they introduce themselves with is their real name? I didn't realize this was his real name forever. Right, so happy birthday to you, Sila. <laughs> right? And then we get to today. Happy birthday to one of my homegirls, Jacqueline Meso Hedek. I hope I said that right. I hope that was a soft J, like, not a uh, Meso Jedek. I'm home with this Right? Hope I said that right. There was no, was there any R's in there for me to roll? Meso Hedek. No, no, there's no R's in there. Right? And then also, also, I want to say happy birthday to also the best big brother in the world. And because today's also my brother's birthday, right? So happy birthday to Nick. To, well, I was about to say his, his, his Facebook name, right? Because <laughs> his, his Facebook name says Nick the Bad Guy Harvey, but he is not a bad guy whatsoever, right? He's a big old teddy bear. Love my brother to death. Right? He has been a great example as a big brother, as a man, and as a... Family man as well. I was gonna say, you know, it's a husband. You know, like that, right? He 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 he, doesn't, he he marks up all the check marks. He does. He really he really does. As 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 a big brother and as a man, he definitely knocks off all the check marks. He's a great example. He's a great example to have, right? If if you if you're a younger brother, I just want to tell you that I love you and happy birthday, Nick. And that wraps up all of my birthday shots. Happy birthday, David, Siobhan, Joe, CeeLo, Jacqueline, and Nick. We hope you party hard. You enjoy everything. You regret nothing. But more importantly, you continue to stay mighty. This is your weekend. Flex on these hoes. Flex on these hoes, mighty. It's your time, baby. It's your time! Cut my music. No, seriously, cut the music. I'm gonna my damn arm out. Shit, no, I'm fucking with you. Seriously, though. Yo, I, I'm a birthday celebrator, right? I'm, I'm a big birthday celebrator. Cheers. Actually, there are a lot of cheers in here. You know what? I think you guys are gonna be able to hear me as I do this. Right? I'm gonna step away from the camera for a second. Because, and you know what? This one of those times I probably need to start getting like a little, another behind the scenes cam. So that you guys can walk with me as I step away from the camera just to go get some other shit so that we can bring it to the podcast, right? But it is a birthday celebration. That was just regular. That was just that was just regular juice in my solo cup. Hey, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Right? We just getting the day started. We just getting the day started. Cause found out. Oh, 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 wait, what? Found out nothing. Never mind. Right? <clears throat> so oh no no no. I'm tripping. I did. 
Yeah, find out. We we gonna try to surprise my brother, right? And go take him to breakfast and something. I really surprised him. You know, last minute. Hey, see if you want to get some breakfast. Nope. Wifey and the niece, right, or his daughter, right, and the kid. Like they already, they already, they already cooked him breakfast and everything. So we got our drinks ready. We took a little birthday drink. Took I took our little sweetie sweet. Yeah. Out of mercy. If you guys don't know, that's Jamaican for, excuse me, not a mercy. Right? Do I have Do I have a drop for that? I used to. And it's been so long since we've been here. This was a good summer. This was a really good summer. I ain't gonna lie. I keep telling you guys. You guys don't understand how fully detached I was this summer. I know you guys are telling me like, yo, stop bullshitting. Yo, stop talking. I got this. We're gonna take a, we're gonna take a shot too. I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a bigger shot than this. You know what? Let's do this. Let's finish this off. Ooh. That's just lemonade. It's just sweet as fuck. Goddamn. So, <clears throat> I'm going to drink a little screwball. Right, it's that peanut butter whiskey. I know you guys are wondering, like, peanut butter whiskey? Yeah, I know how it sounds, but it's delicious in small doses. Which is what a shot is, right? So, I'm taking the first birthday shot from um, for my brother today. You know, and for all you birthday people, as we go ahead and wrap up this birthday seven, because we can't keep sitting, we can't sit here too long, right? We got some sports to talk about, and at most, at best, this is only a three-hour show. And they were like, "God damn, three hours? Okay, maybe two. I guarantee you, I'm gonna give you, a, I'm gonna give you a strong hour and a half." I'm going to give you a strong hour and a half. And then, you know, maybe the like that middle hour 31 to 230. I'm just kind of going through the motions, right? To just just, just, just kind of like letting things flow. Benadryl probably would have kicked in by then. And so would have everything else. And in that last half an hour, I realized, oh, shit, I'm almost at the end. Let me go ahead and go strong. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Oh, show's over. Cut the curtains. We're done. Cheers. All right, let's get a little into let's get a little into a little Thursday night football, right? Let's that's, that's, actually, that's actually that's actually our first topic of the day. So let's first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, first Thursday night football. We had I don't want to say this game was as close as it was, to be honest with you. Minnesota loses to Philadelphia in Philly, thir- um, twenty eight to thirty four. And y'all look sexy over here, right? My bad. I, I I know I'm not the only one that that blows kisses to themselves when they when they catch themselves in a sexy moment like like in a in an image or in a reflection. You know what I mean? Any kind of reflection, camera, mirror, window, <laughs> phone screen, laptop screen, sliding door. I know I know anyone. You look at yourself like, oh shit, ooh that motherfucker. Like yo, like if I wasn't straight, <laughs> fuck it, pause. That's a big pause. <laughs> oh man, second and seventeen. Let's see, Philly drops back, play action, little dink and dunk for about one yard. 
hasn't tried to get back to rest. I, I don't even know if he got back to the line of scrimmage. Get back to the line of scrimmage? Did he gain seven on that? Say like third and ten? Or was that third and seventeen still? Listen, this this Minnesota, this Minnesota and Philly game kind of went how most of us thought it was. If you remember what, um, not only did we think um, that Philly was going to win, almost everybody that was on the podcast, I think Ronnie called into the podcast, he thought it was going to win. Squirt was on the podcast, he thought it was going to win. We had Chilwell on the podcast, he thought it was going to win. I, we we had numerous, we had numerous um, callers like and, and audience members. They text in, Twitch, YouTube, El Gato. Oh, you on? Oh shit. El Gato, I didn't even see, yeah, El Gato, I'm everywhere. I'm on YouTube, I'm on Twitch, I'm on Facebook, I'm on, I'm on Twitter or X, yeah, you should be able to find it everywhere, hopefully, if everything is working right, like, like that, that's the big thing, I didn't even see El Gato there, I haven't seen, haven't, haven't, been with it. I haven't seen El Gato in a while, hope, hope he, hope he didn't leave, <coughs> Before <laughs> I was able to see his message, I saw the thing about it. It's it's the messages from the calling line. If I had a way that I could easily see those while potted, like that would make things really simple. Like that would super simplify things. But unfortunately, that is not what we have, and we didn't and. Unfortunately for a lot of people, we didn't have Philly covering that spread. Philly won the game. But if you guys remember, they were a six and a half point favorite. Let's see, were they a six and a half point favorite that night too? Because some of these lines have changed. Alright, a lot of the numbers that we have that we got already for Sunday, obviously as you guys know, have changed by now. Like I think if I'm not mistaken, the Buffalo and Las Vegas spread has changed. The Jets and Dallas spread, I think, has changed as well. Am I correct on that? <clears throat> Dallas and Jets, that, that one has changed. And Vegas and Buffalo, that one has changed. We'll talk about both of those in a minute. And this was and this is a change from when we talked about them on Wednesday. So we'll, get, we'll keep you guys up to date. Now, where I go to. <laughs> it's okay. This is all me. Again, inside thoughts coming out. Where I go to for my betting odds is obviously the site that I utilize for my bets, which is called my bookie. Listen, it's out there. It's here. It's here for me. It's here for you. It's here for those that, that are still in states that haven't become fully progressive yet. And, 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 and listen, I can say it's fair enough to call them out because... It's like it's like living in a state that hasn't legalized marijuana as of yet, right? Or or let's just say decriminalized, because you don't want the government fully controlling marijuana. You just don't want to be charged for it. You don't want to get in trouble for it when you when you have it on. You just want to treat, treat it like a pack of cigarettes. Like oh, you smoke? You got a spear split for me? Sure, officer. Here you go. <laughs> try that in a small town. Or <laughs> try that in a big town. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever town you want to try it in. 
But all I know is that Minnesota tried to get a W in Philadelphia, and that wasn't going, and, and that did not happen. But Philadelphia didn't help the money makers and all the odd makers in any way. By is this? I don't want to say this is what they call a bad beat because it's not like they that they lost it on the very last second. But that half a point that they needed, right, or that extra, that one full point that they need. And honestly, I think I thought that Philly would cover that spread. I can't remember if I thought that Philly. But I, I thought I thought I, I thought I said that Philly would cover that spread. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and listen to Monday's show or Wednesday's show, whichever day that was. Everything is starting to hit me already. Just to let you guys know, right now, market right now, 32, 32 minutes, 20 seconds. Everything is hitting me right now. The shot, the Benadryl, the weed, the beer, all of it. They're all right now having a nice little party inside my head. Like even, even, and, and they're singing my solo cup. Wishing <laughs> Okay, let's continue. Right, because we're here today. It's Saturday. I showed up. You showed up. We all showed up. You know who also showed up? Kirk Cousins. Now we don't we don't normally like to talk about losers, right? And Kirk Cousins is is I don't want to say a glorified loser, but he's a lovable loser. I feel that everybody enjoys a little Kirk Cousins, and it gets it gets predictable in a way because. Kirk Cousins right now is the barom. Like I know he's gained some respect from the quarterback shit, right? That he did recently, right? But Kirk Cousins is honestly like the parameter of mediocrity in a sense, right? If you have to determine if you have a good quarterback or not, you kind of say is he better than Kirk Cousins, or is he worse than Kirk Cousins? If he's better than Kirk Cousins, you have a, you have a solid you have a decent quarterback. You at least have a starting quarterback, maybe even a franchise quarterback on your hand. If he's worse than Kirk Cousins, then, then ah, you got to go. I feel like for, for a while, Kirk Cousins has been the meter, like, like the, yeah, the meter of good or bad, right? He's been, he's been, he's been the, the measuring stick. He's also been the, the ultimate 50-50 guy. He's the replacement of Ryan Fitzpatrick. And the reason why, why I'm even talking about Kirk Cousins so much right now is because Kirk Cousins is tied into my Jets team right now. How, you say? Well, he's tied into the Jets because as the New York Jets have Aaron Rodgers going now and they're looking for somebody to possibly hold down the fort and help the Jets make the playoffs. I don't understand some of this philosophy, but these aren't my words. These are This is me telling you what, what I'm hearing. Right, and help the Jets make the playoffs and not waste a year. Kirk Cousins' name is coming up because Kirk, because Minnesota Vikings have a horrible schedule. A horribly difficult, hard schedule. Pause. Right? <laughs> they have a horrible schedule at the beginning of the podcast. All phone lines, all chat lines are open. Elgato. I saw you somewhere, Elgato. See if we get Elgato back. Elgato is always, uh, always good to have on the podcast. Let me go ahead and send him his speaker invite. So if he pops back up on Podbean, he should be able to come in automatically. <clears throat> That's the only thing about it. I don't... And maybe I need to check the, the settings. But Podbean needs a sounder for when people join your room. 
They really do. They need a sound of when people join the room. Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't be, I be everywhere. Thank you. Payment received. Thank you. You're welcome, I should say. That's my credit card, people. Got your money, nigga. <laughs> Jeez, that's all I have. Just, just spare my life. <laughs> the second is only three nothing we got the 34-28 it's little things about the as, as you're in the game and you're watching it sometimes like you watch the game and I'm totally not paying attention to the score I'm, like I don't know how often this happens to you like you're watching and I'm not really paying attention to the score I'm really just watching the action and then I either hear the score or I look at the score and I'm like wait that's it or wait they're winning <laughs> Because it doesn't look like it. But. It is what it is. Right? So, in this game, not for nothing. Right? Like I said, it's, 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 it's slow right now. But Cousin shows up. Right? Cousin showed up last night. Right? Or on Thursday night. And. I know Minnesota's defense isn't there, but obviously he has something. He has been blessed with some of the best offensive weapons. It's like Matt Ryan, right? Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins' older cousin. <laughs> this is why we have all of Kirk Cousins' cousins out here. Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins' black cousin from Texas, right? <laughs> um, um, Jacoby Brissett, uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins' traveling cousin. <laughs> There's a lot of Kirk Cousins' cousins out there. Don't get it twisted. What's going on, Kerry? Welcome to the show. Phone lines are open. So, Kirk Cousins balls out, ends up dropping 364 yards, four touchdowns, right? 31 for 44. Finds his man, Jefferson, 11, for, um, 11 catches, 159 yards. No touchdowns, though. Right, so he balls out, but his team takes a loss. And, we, and like I said, everybody saw this loss coming to Philly. Everybody saw this loss coming to Philly. What we didn't see is A.J. Brown acting like a little bitch. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. Not A.J. Brown. A.J. Smith. Crying like a little baby. No, 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 no. I'm right. My bad. My bad. AJ Brown. I'm not right. I'm not tripping. AJ Brown, the veteran, the older guy, the person that's supposed to be setting the example. He is upset at his targets and his now. You, you, you go back and you look at it, right? He's, he's upset. He's upset at his, at his targets, right? Smith gets 131 yards and a touchdown. Brown only ends up with 29 yards. No touchdowns. 
They both had four catches. They both had four catches. One had 131 yards. Another one had 29. That's part of the reason why I wanted to rewatch this game. Right? Part of the reason why I want to rewatch this game. This isn't rewatching the game. Oh, this is on Prime? I could have probably rewatched this on Prime and not the other way. But you guys know how I how I feel. I I I I love football. I love watching football. I hate giving the NFL money. Cause I hate the NFL as an organization. They're really truly a despicable organization. So if I can find a way not to give them money, not to give them ratings, not to fully support their funding, I'm good. You know, I won't like I know you guys are like, how do you do that? Mind your fucking business. <laughs> I know I put it on wax, right? But mind your business, all right? <laughs> mind your business. Minnesota scores. Now, <clears throat> Jalen Hurst looked pedestrian. And I can see... I can. This is one of those games that helps to justify a lot of the Jalen Hurts hurt, um, hate. Oh, he's not really that good. Look at all the weapons he has, yada, yada, yada. 18 for 23, 193 yards, one touchdown, one interception. All I'm going to say is that if you don't believe that he is good, just compare him to other quarterbacks with, with that actually has talent on their team that don't do well. Listen, it still takes talent to make the other talent around you shine. I don't care if you have to just be Kirk Cousins. It still takes talent. Listen, I, we didn't say Kirk Cousins was the worst quarterback. We said if you're if you're if you're worse than Kirk Cousins and you're prop, then you're a bad quarterback. That's what we said. Never called Kirk Cousins a bad quarterback. We called him an average quarterback. You're still better than bad. I'm not gonna say I'm not sitting here to poo poo on Jalen Hurts, but I can see how today's game would add to could and help add to a lot of the the the, the rhetoric that, that follows Jalen Hurts because he wasn't spectacular this game. But or we'll see some other quarterbacks. Let's see how good Dak Prescott looks. Let's see how good let's see how good um, Zach Wilson looks. Like I said, Kirk Cousins cousins. Cousin's younger cousin that hasn't quite learned yet. <laughs> These are all of Kirk Cousin's cousins. Kirk Cousin's got a big family. Kirk Cousin really has a big family. I don't know if you saw that 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 little special on whatever it was Netflix. I haven't watched it. Just keep referencing it. I ain't watch. I ain't watch one minute of it. But I heard a lot of good things from it. I heard a lot of people talk like say that hey Kirk, Kirk Cousin's came out of this. Looking really, really spectacular, and 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 helping change a lot of the the, the image that, that that people thought of of, of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I I don't think it's gonna change anything for me because I'm looking at Kirk Cousins as he plays football on the field. How he feels after losses, don't care. Should he feel bad after losses? Goddamn right. Do I care that I truly care or want to see that he feels bad about the losses? Now, would I care if after losses, he's just over here like, you know what? 
fuck them L's. Ass, titties, ass and titties. Ass, ass, titties and shoot up the club, right? <laughs> would, would I be upset if that was his mentality? I would probably utilize that. I would probably end up correlating that as the reason why he's not a better quarterback. So I guess in a, I, I see. I'm a follow up about this. If it makes you, if if I'm if you could use it to discredit it, somebody you could also use it to to give them some credit, right? So I guess in a way, I guess I am hat. I am. I don't want to say happy. I am appeased, right? That Kirk Cousins feels bad after losses, right? Oh. But I don't know if I needed that kind of... I don't know if I needed closure on that topic, per se. Right? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, I guess that's really what it is. Like, okay. Good. I, I, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mark in the pros column for him. But I don't know if I needed it. Just, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it'll change what Kirk Cousins is to me. Now... While Jefferson ended up with 159 yards, he also had his tight end T.J. Hawkinson, right, with seven catches, 66 yards, and two of his and two of his four touchdowns. Now, can I tell you this? Let's throw in a little quick the mighty fantasy football tips. Not winning tips, just tips, tips, tips. Just the tip? Just the tip. Just the tip. Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. If TJ Hawkinson is not on your roster, he should definitely be on your roster by now. Now, in my league, he was actually available. <laughs> Excuse me. I tried picking him up on Wednesday, Thursday morning, whatever day it was. So he was available. Didn't realize that some idiot dropped him. It's my boy. I don't want to call him an idiot. But that's what I thought when I first saw Like, hey, yo, which, which one of these motherfuckers? Like, I didn't realize somebody I thought he was there. I was like, yo, somebody dropped him? Like, who the fuck dropped this? Dropped him? I need a better backup tight end. I put in for a claim for him. I should probably put in for a secondary transaction right now as we speak. Because I saw a tight end that I wanted. I saw another tight end that I wanted. And I didn't pull the trigger on that one because Hawkinson was there. And so Hawkinson is available. Hawkinson. All right. You go ahead and get Hawkinson. You add him to your roster. Philly's currently down right now. We're halfway through the second. They have the ball. Jalen Hurst takes off for a little run. Short of the first down. Now, a guy that we did tell you about, and that's the reason why we bring this in for fantasy football as well, too. A guy that we also told you about balled out for Philly, right? Because remember we told you, right, that for Philly, their running back, Kenneth Gainwell, was out. 
as well as their cornerback, James Bradbury, safety, Reed Blankenship, and but Fletcher Cox in the plane, if I'm not mistaken. Excuse me. But the running back position is what we really cared about. And we told you guys that if he was available, handcuff Swift. If he was available, play Swift. Don't just get him because they needed a because Philly was gonna need a running back to help this offense, right? Or, or to spark this off help be the spark of this offense. But we told you go out and get him and play that. And I hope you did. I hope you did. Swift ended up ended this game with 175 yards and a touchdown. You understand that in a standard league. That's 23 points. That's 23 points in a standard league. If he's in a PPR league, he got you another 2.8 points. Because he got 28 carries off of that. I'm just saying. Points per, points per reception, points per touch, points per carry. You guys know how this works, right? So, in a game where Philly won, Jalen Hurts didn't have to do much, right? His running back had a dominant game, 275 yards on the ground. Heavy running game, right? Gashing them. You figure if, if we're if we're having this kind of success running the game, why do we need to pass the ball that much? Only one person they're passing the ball to is actually making, should I say, is actually making progress with their, you know what I mean, making traction or getting positive yards with their catches, or or, or making explosive plays with their catches. That's what I don't understand. What is Brown upset about? Outside of Hawkinson, you had the most targets on the team. You had just as many receptions as Smith. So, are you mad that you didn't get targeted more? Or are you mad? Because, see, this, this is where people need to understand, right? Because the, the, the emotion of anger is really coming from a disappointment at times, right? You have to find out anger is a secondary emotion. Find out what your initial emotion is. His initial emotion is disappointment. Because he didn't produce the way that he wanted it produced. So in his head, damn. If I only could get a few more catches, I could have done more. I could have looked better than 4 for 29. I could have looked better than this. This isn't me. So really, he's mad at himself. But instead of taking ownership that, hey, I didn't break away on this tackle, or I didn't find this seam, or I didn't, you know, instead of it being the one time where you should be a me, me, me guy, or I, I, I guy, he's like, yeah, the offense wasn't this, the quarterback didn't do such and such. Right now, I know the I know the, there's 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 a there's a there's a questionable play that comes in, that that comes up 
with a touchdown that that could have been. But instead, it ends up being it ends up being fumbled. It goes out. It goes. I go. It goes out the back. It ends up being a turnover and a touchback. Right. One of the most questionable. One of the more. One of the questionable rules that the NFL still kind of has in place. And you wonder, out of all the things that they review, how come this hasn't be, been reviewed to see if it's still relevant and up to date, right? You don't want antiquated rules. But ultimately, if, if, if Brown should be upset with anything... <clears throat> It should be the fact that he didn't do more with the opportunities that he was given. When you have the same amount of catches that the guy at the other end of the field as you, in your same position, and yet you come up 100 yards short, you can't blame everything. Oh, well, he had a... No. He found a couple more scenes better than you. This He is you 2.0. You're supposed to be mentoring him still. And also understanding that you guys are coming to a crossroads where you're declining and he's inclining. And at some point, you guys are going to be damn near even, and then very quickly, he's going to surpass you. You can't be upset if that's, if that's what you see happening as well. Because he looks up to you. What he does is a reflection of how great you have been. And now you're there to mentor him. And instead of mentoring him, you're crying and puffing and, and catching fits because with the same amount of catches, you produced 100 yards less than him. Get your weight up, not your hate up. Speaking of getting up, right? Because we're going to leave this there. We're going to transition, right? Because we got some things happening actually today that we want to get into today. But speaking of getting up, right? I know what you guys are saying. <clears throat> if you have any of these problems in any areas whatsoever, you know, and even if you don't, you know, we have for you, we have a little bit of blue chew. What is Blue Chew? You ask Blue Chew, this happens to be a little blue pill that can get you back to your throat. All you have to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a, just a few chews before you do, 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 do. It has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss, and she will love how you come through like a champ when you Blue Chew in advance. And if you use my promo code of GSSS, you can get your very first order of Blue Chew for free. Yes, folks, for the free, free, for free, free, free. Only thing you have to pay for is shipping and handling. Once you get <clears throat> it comes in a discrete packaging, nobody knows what you have. At very moments of after receiving it, you can go ahead and produce in whatever style that you like. You like to whatever we're talking about: doggy style, missionary style, jackhammer style, <clears throat> cobra st cobra style, Amazon style, or froggy style. Shout out to baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, don't, don't, don't go ahead. Oh shit. 
Oh shit. Oh shit. I think I can record. I think I can record. Did I can record? I kicked the cord. Fuck. Ah. I kicked the cord. I kicked the cord. My video just did something weird. Uh. No worry. Let's see. Let's see if I can get this back. That's me. Okay, we're back. <coughs> My feet went flying. Yeah, I kicked something. I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. I think I fucked up. I think I fucked up. Hopefully audio and everything is still with you guys. Actually, you know what? Just to make sure, right? Just to make sure. Let's go ahead and reload this one time. There we go. Just reloaded the thing that I use also for the audio. <coughs> so what were we saying now? Bluetooth. This one you only a couple of requirements. First requirement is that you chew it. Second requirement, you plan on conducting anyway. Second one is to do it. So you chew it and you do it. That's it. Bluetooth. <laughs> Alright, so let us continue. Alright, and let's 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 continue to roll up and roll out. Later today. We actually do have some football going on. But as you guys know, it's Saturday, right? So this isn't a NFL day. This is a college day. This is a big college football day. And the only game I know about today, because you guys know me. You guys know me for the most part. I don't care that much about most of these college games that are going on. I really don't. They can pass me by 811 times, and I probably would never blink an eye. But today and this week, I was interested in something that even the very few times I do follow back on college football or do pay attention to it, I would never care about until right now. And that is the Colorado Bowl. The Colorado Bowl. Out of all the bowls from Colorado, well, out of, out of the Colorado-themed bowls, right, that I have participated in, Never have I ever thought that this Colorado Bowl would be one of them. But this is all because of the Deion Sanders effect. And I'm not going to lie to you. I caught myself in it. You, you've seen it. I caught myself in it a couple years ago. When Deion Sanders was coaching HBCU, I was interested in whichever coach. I was interested in HBCU more than I've ever been. He's the reason why, why I'm even more interested in HBCU now than I was five years ago. It's because of Coach Prime. And now he's in Colorado. And now I have the third reason ever that I've ever, the third reason why I've ever been interested in Colorado. 
maybe fourth reason. Can't forget about Coors Light. <laughs> so, not but not only, obviously, it has it caught my eye. It's caught, it's caught the nation's eye. Deion Sanders turned a franchise or organization, but a college franchise, right? Right, but you want to call it a school, or whatever. But a college franchise from. You're welcome. From a two-win team to a must-see team. I mean, I say two-win. I mean, a two-win team that nobody cares about. Let me see if this is when that play happens. If it's at the end of the... What is going on here? Let's see. What happened here? Is this the play? At the end of the second? Let's see, let's see, let's see. He fumbles the ball. Okay, this is when Jefferson fumbles the ball. And then fumbles it at the one-yard line. But is this when they're trying to determine if the ball breaks the, the goal first and technically goes out through the back of the goal line, which makes it a touchback? Is this... That's the play. That's the play. Now, excuse me. You would think the allergy pill would be kicking in by now. And I can see the upset, like, how this play makes people upset because if it's deep fumble, why isn't it fumble in the one yard line? Like, why isn't this a fumble at the two yard line? Wherever the ball, like, wherever he lost because it's so close. And, I, and, I, and, I'm, getting, and I'm telling you this right now. They may not change this rule this year because, obviously, it didn't affect one of their must-see individuals that they want to keep in the league. But, or advertise themselves in the league. But, what... What rule they did review, though, is the turf rule. I think they put that in consideration. But maybe, maybe, maybe we get both of them being being reviewed, get or getting reviewed at the end of this year, right by the by the competition committee because this that play right there ends up being the swing of the game, right? <coughs> that play right there almost ends up being the game changer because now instead of Minnesota having that ball at the one-yard line, the two-yard line, going into half, milking out the clock, or to, you know, getting a couple, getting a good run, maybe a, maybe a pass, maybe a screen, but or but at very least three points on the play. Now it's a, now it's a, now now it's a turnover on downs, right? So or it's a turnover of possessions, right? 
And now Philly gets a chance to come back, right? Get get another possession, come back and put points on the board, which they do on this drive. Before they go into half. So that's the Minnesota would have scored right here, right before the half. Got tied the game up 10-10. And then after that, got the ball back to start the, the second half and have an opportunity to, to keep carrying that momentum on to put up another to put up another score. Like, these are the breaks. These are the breaks. And you know what? I gotta take a sniffle break. So for the first time today, and I, I feel like this won't be the last, you guys are gonna get a nice little army break. No push-ups involved. No nothing. Just sound off. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. join this team to win championships or become famous they join because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it they are brighter better educated led and equipped than any team in history they are doctors lawyers engineers technologists and combat troops all prepared for whatever comes their way find them where the lights don't flash and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country one day they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world and they can respond i became a soldier Alright, we are back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Had to clear all these sinuses and stuff. Yo, allergies are a bitch. They really are. Like, like, like they'll fuck up the whole mood. At least the whole podcast mood. So let's continue. Let's continue. Right? Let, let, let's move. Let's move away from this game. We'll be back and forth here. And like I said, later today. When I say later today. It's funny because ESPN is out there already. They had college game day out there already in Colorado. And that's why they had them out there early. So, what, Colorado's a two-hour difference from where I'm at? I think I started watching college game day earlier today, like around 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock maybe. can't remember what time it was. That means they're out there super early. And... Can I honestly say... And I know for you lovers of college game day, 
you lovers of college sports. It's going to sound kind of blasphemous to you guys. But can I honestly say... That old dude, that old, old white guy on college game day, he needs to go ahead and retire. <laughs> you know what? But before we get there, before we get there, before we get there, let's give him a big... My teeth! For his 400th head game pick. Because as you guys know, I, I don't know who his name is. I can't remember his name. I know him by face. I know him by face and I know him by action. Because to me, he's that guy that's always putting on the mascot heads and making picks. This week was his 400th pick. And if he retires tomorrow, I won't miss him. And I'm going to tell you why. It's not that he hasn't been great over the last 20 years, 30 years, however long it's been. It's the fact that he, he, he no longer looks like he can hold it together. Like this may be the only thing that is still keeping him young. It may be. Uh, and listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel the same about Ubi Brown sometimes. I've been feeling about, about, about not Ubi Brown, um, Herbie, the, the, the commentator, the old ass commentator, the basketball. I've been feeling the same way about him. That it may be time for you to wrap this up because you kind of sound old and sleepy. Now, the thing about it is that it just comes off as professional, like generic professional sports talk. But you could tell it lacks energy because this is all the energy he has. It, it lacks a certain oomph because he can't really give it anymore. Like I see him now trying to do the same movements. You can see the shakes in the hand, right? You um, see him trying to sign an autograph the other day and, and you see how difficult that looked. It may be time for him to, to, for him to wrap it up. And not for nothing, have one of those dudes, like the, the other longest tenure dude there, right, that you know is probably going to be there for the next 20 years, have him continue your head, your, your head games. And he can go ahead and give head to whatever team that he believes is going to win. But I, th I think it's time for him to go. Love him. But eventually, everybody needs to fade to black, and I think it's time for him to fade to black. Now, can I tell you this Colorado spread is at 20, was it 28? No, 23 and a half points. Over Anderson at 62 and a half. I think you, you can get that at minus 2,400, right? But... Even with this being the Colorado Bowl game and a Deion Sanders vehicle, I would not have even had this on my radar if, for some odd reason, the Colorado State coach just wanted to make things personal. Listen here. I sat out with the ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off, and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. So, what was the amount of applause for? Let's replay that. Now, 
And I sat on with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it. It's courtesy of sport in you. I took my hat off, and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. So. Woo! Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. He ain't gonna come to our state and just talk with his glasses and stuff on, trying to ask shit in a small town. What? <laughs> What's the applause for? What major statement did he make? Because is this not prime time we're talking about here? Is this not Deion Sanders? Is this not a guy that's been doing this literally since he was 17? Do we all not know by now that there's a difference between Deion Sanders and prime time? And when we see that guy with the glasses on, it's the persona of prime time. But he was gonna kill a couple rappers, but I but he did it to themselves. <laughs> Let's hear Coach Prime's response. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready. Trying to get out here and be the best coach I can be. And I look up and I read some bull junk that they said about us. Talk to us. Once again. Uh, talk to us. Why would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts off, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, they done messed around and made it what? It was just going to be a good game. They done messed around and made it. Personal. It was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they done messed around and made it personal. Again. Trying to get ready. I don't know. One second. Let's, let's, let's give them. See, one right. thing. Sir, let's 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 give them their dues. Let's 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 get these back I to back. Let's the today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. So, my own business, watching some film, trying to get ready, trying to get out here and be the best coach I can be. And I look up and I read some bull junk that they said about us. Talk to us once again. Uh, talk to us. Why would you want to talk about us? We don't talk about nobody. All we do is go out here, work our butts off, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, they done messed around and made it what? It was just going to be a good game. They done messed around and made it personal. It was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they done messed around and made it personal. Personal. I'm out of my own business, but. Because. College Game Day was there suddenly for no reason, right? And obviously now College Game Day is there, ESPN is there, Fox, ABC, all the people are there. And they're giving, you know, obviously all the coaches now are getting interviews, stuff like that. Players are getting interviews. Now, what you didn't hear is, is actually the coach for Colorado State mentioned that, like, you know, my guys are being interviewed and we're tired of it. And we're, and we're tired, you know, like, seriously, you and I said all that, like, we're tired of the interviews, we're tired of this. Like, we was gonna, we gonna come out here and play a game, and I know this is gonna reach Colorado. So he kind of just offered it up. Like, I can understand him coming and say, like, yo, you know what? We get getting questions about Colorado, blah, blah, but my guys are here, too, and we're here to play a game, too. And my guys are getting a little tired of, of all the questions about the other team when we're, when we're, we're a good team, too. Now, now, mind you, just like in the HBCU, and just like now. Some of you schools, we wouldn't know about. 
we wouldn't care about, we wouldn't talk about. If it wasn't for the fact that you was playing, you was playing Deion Sanders. But you know what though? I'm glad to see that it's Deion Sanders now because you know who this used to be, Nick Saban. You know who this used to be? Other in um some inappropriate coach, some inappropriate old white coach. You know, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> I hate to say it, but. Some coach with a scandal. Some other coach with a scandal. Some coach. Some 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 coach with a sexual scandal. Some coach with anger issues. This is this is what used to be. Now all you have is a God loving man in Deion Sanders. That loves his players, loves life, loves football. Wants players to get their money. Doesn't care about the transfer portal. Doesn't care about being in control of players' assets, finances. Doesn't think they should, they should get paid like damn old sweetie. Just here to support players and, and, and their future endeavors. And we've been following Deion Sanders since he stepped foot on an HBCU campus. He changed the HBCU game for three to four years and trying to show them a blueprint those guys are those guys are filled with too many backbiters and bad-minded people that they would never grow. Part of the reason why he left, probably so that I couldn't grow this. Goes to Colorado, cuts half the team, brings everybody else into the transfer portal, and now we're watching Colorado every single week. They beat a team that was just in the Final Four last week. This week they're taking on a division rival, and, and and granted, the team that was that as usually unranked in this matchup usually wins. I don't. I think that's gonna be broken today. I honestly think that's gonna be broken today. There's some people. I would. I. I. It's weird, right? Cause. If you get, because I'm, mind you, what I'm about to say, because not everybody gets tenure. I sometimes I love having great people in the college level, because. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, what was this? What was this? Beat any shoutouts? All right. I don't even want to like yo do this shit later, my guy. Listen, just bear with me, like, a few more seconds, and, and you'll get this done. But, because I needed to post a new video. Like, fuck you guys. Uh, I guess we're going to post this video without the title. Which I said is horrible to do. Because no nobody I gotta get it posted because I'm trying to I'm trying to focus on you guys. But back to what I was saying. Sometimes I really like having great coaches, right, or great individuals at the college level because you think to yourself, like, damn, this is truly a blessing to have this individual being able to mold young men at some of their key stages of early adulthood. Right? Love having guys like... I love having 
individuals like that at the college level. And especially when you know that people are going to gravitate to him continuously. I told my Coach Prime here, and obviously the love for Colorado and Colorado. Uh, you know what's going on in Colorado. Because in, in a sense I'm thinking like, damn, I would love to see Coach Prime continue to do this for like 15, 20 years, 10 years. But that's what I felt about him at HBCU. But if he takes the job and goes to and goes professional, I wouldn't mind that either, right? If the NF, whoever gives him the NFL job is truly about building a, new, a culture there and has patience and sustainability, meaning that. You can't just let Coach Prime go, let's say, after five years and be like, oh, whatever, you got to stay up. Because that, that tells me that you just hired him to humble him. I want to see a situation like what happens in New England. I want to see a situation what happens in Pittsburgh. Seattle. Because as much as it's going to be great to be able to help mold these, some of these young men between the ages of 18 and 22, 23, 24, 25, shaka 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 right? <laughs> it's even better to be able to really get a hold of them when they get become professional too as well. And then you can really get a mold on between 21 and 29. 30 to 35 even still. But you constantly have guys motivated that when they come in and they're drafted by you, they're like, man, I can't wait to play for Coach Prime. The same energy they had for you in college, they're going to come and want and, and listen to you on a professional level. That same undivided attention that you was able to, because, I'm, because we're watching Tomlin do it. We watch Pete Carroll do it. We watch, we watch Bill Belichick do it. We see Andy Reid do it. Right? People focus more for certain people, and I can see him being one of those individuals that even in the NFL level, guys come locked in and not only become better players, but still have opportunity to become better men under his tutelage. But with all the great things we could say about Coach Prime, right? Why? This is an old school saying, but I'm going to use this for the Colorado State head coach. Why in your cotton-picking mind would you want to give Deion Sanders or a Deion Sanders-led team ammunition when you know his gift of gab is on Super Saiyan God Ultra Instinct levels? I'm trying to get ready. Trying to get out of here and be the best coach I can be. Gear four. Gear five. Talk to us. Once again, uh, talk to why us. would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? Was, All we do is go out here, work our butts off, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, they done messed around and made it what? Gear six. It was just going to be a good game. They done messed around and made it. Gear seven. It's going to be a great test. It's a battle of Colorado, but they done messed around and made it. Gear eight. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready. For you One Piece fans, that's what he just took it to. 
So now, a game that's 11 hours from now, I'm probably going to end up being at my... 11 hours from now. I can't wait to see. And the build of it just, like, the build of it started within the last 48 hours. Now, maybe Colorado State head coach is trying to help sell, you know, he's trying to be the proper Mayweather opponent, where I got to hold my own on this card as well to help sell pay-per-view box numbers. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. Because both his, because his son, both of his sons came. I was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing?" You have one son playing quarterback, another son playing cornerback. What are you doing? Coach is now motivated to coach up the score on you when he tells his son, "Nah, don't make this a pass play. They've had enough." Listen, remember, this is college football here. We don't mind seeing 100 to 20 to 18 score games. Oh, no, we don't. Not in college. It's actually encouraged in college. It's, 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 it's motivated in college. You understand? It's something that, I'm sorry, it's promoted in college. You get the professional level, oh, mercy, mercy. Everything before college, oh, my God, we need mercy rules. In college, make them bleed their own blood. Sweep the legs. This is already a 23 and a half point spread in Vegas. About an odd Vegas. 23 and a half. Last time I looked. Like I said, I'm, I won't give you guys with, with, with the way that I, I utilize it. This, this is through my bookie. And I want to promise you, all right, and I hope I can keep this promise, that by the next time we do this for my bookie, I am going to have a promotional code for you guys to link on so that if you're in one of these antiquated states, that you can go ahead and have some fun with sports. Oh, damn, I just realized. Instagram, not Instagram, but TikTok isn't going to show this video now because of that in at least 38 different countries. At least. And... None of those countries that I ju that that are gonna be banned from watching these. Every single one of them will still end up finding a way to watch this Colorado Colorado State because because no seriously that was personal not 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 as a reason to watch. I don't know if he did it on purpose. I don't know if he did it intentionally. I don't, I don't I don't I don't because he said I don't care if they hear this. You should care because if I've heard enough athletes talk. You never want to be the person that's not guarding somebody that makes the statement or the person that's going to personally receive that smoke when these statements are made. 
You don't got to be on that, coach. You don't got to be. You, you know, you're not in the trenches, um, coach. You don't got to deal with these players. You don't got to deal with these bad dogs out there. Oh, you may have you you have you have officially signed. Your, and you know what? Not for nothing. Not for nothing. You know, I know the odds aren't, aren't particularly good. If the odds were favorable, and I know they're not, oh yeah, I would start betting on Colorado to win this. If you make put up a parlay for something else, uh, that that could actually win you money. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Colorado plus the points. Because now I feel like this is gonna be like a forty point blowout. They about to hit them with the. Actually, you don't have it loaded. Actually, yes, you do. I'm a man. I'm forty. They go. They, they about to hit him with that. Because you didn't have to say what you said, Kurt. Whatever that coach's name is. Forget his coach. I'm about to say. I'm about to call him. It's 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 Kershaw or Kurrigan or or or, or crazy. <laughs> it's one of them. It's one. It's something with a K. I think I think it's Coach Crazy. But you know what? It actually is crazy if you've been missing out on the WNBA. And that's actually kind of crazy. WNBA playoffs have started. And, ooh, ooh, ooh. I got something for you. I got something for you. Oh, baby, I'm going to have something for you guys later. My next show, definitely, definitely, definitely. We got, we, we got what I was looking for for my bookie. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to drop this in the chat for you guys. Mm. I got to learn more about something later. So, we have the WNBA playoffs that have started. If you guys, because you guys said you guys have been crazy. Let me see. End of the third. This game is 27-14. Down by two touchdowns. Uh, I'm just looking at this. So they will go on a 20. They will go on a. That's uh, 14 to another 13. They, they did nothing. They went on nothing. They exchanged scores for a while. Halfway through the third. So at the end of the game, like I said, Lily was probably way more excited than what it looked. Was that Fletcher? Uh, uh, get into them. Now, the Dallas. Stars beat the Atlanta Dream. Sorry, I'm still, I still always have to think about these teams still. 94 to 82. But you guys know how it goes here. You know how that should go. You know how that should go. What, what, the game that we care about is New York Liberty versus the Mystics. New York Liberty versus the Mystics, where New York Liberty. And, and, okay. Nah, fuck it. When they waxed them, ninety to seventy-five, ninety to seventy-five. I know, I know what you're thinking. Like, yo, that's really only a fifteen-point um, game versus the other one, just a twelve-point game. That's one more three-point. It's not. It it looks different, don't it? Ninety-four, eighty-two versus ninety to seventy-five. It looks different. Probably because it's on the cusp where you change two numbers in the, as, as the first number. Right? It looks different. And it felt different, too, with Sabrina Ionesco, seven three-pointers in this game. Seven. Seven three-pointers to lead, to lead 
of all New York scores. Um, did she lead all scorers as well? You guys have that up for me? I will have that up in just a second, I believe. Yep, we'll get that in a minute. Well, Sabrina dropped seven three-pointers. Stewie struggled. Stewie struggled. If I'm not mistaken, Stewie only had ten points. Let me stop guessing. Let me, now let's take a look-see. Uh, let's see. Sabrina Ionescu, seven for 13 with her three-pointers. She, she ended the game with 29 points. Led all Liberty players. What I wanted to verify is if she led all scores. Period. Yes, she did. She led all scores with her 29 points. And Stewie, Brianna Stewart, yep, struggled this game. Three for 16, only 10 points. But that plus minus was plus 18. That's crazy. I need to stop shaking my desk. <laughs> all right. That plus my her, her plus minus. Ooh. Right. Her plus minus is her, her plus minus was crazy. But her scoring just wasn't quite there. And you know what's also crazy? The fact that she wins her MVP over AJ Wilson by one vote. One vote. I'm going to tell you that's that New York effect. If this was Las Vegas versus Seattle, I don't even think it's close. I'm telling you right now. If she's in, because in Seattle... She could have been taken into the playoffs again. And they kind of expect all kinds of great things. They, they, they have a history of winning in Seattle. Remember, Brianna Stewart, if I'm not mistaken, comes here with, I want to say, five rings. Actually, you know what's crazy? I had her sight up not too long ago. All right, there's a, there's a Brianna Stewart webpage. That has all of her accolades. And when I tell you, right, they are deep. Remember, remember, remember we used to give you um, Brittany Griner's bag while she was incarcerated for those... How many days was it? Do I still have... <laughs> Maybe I still have access to that. For those... 294 days, 294 plus days, I'm not mistaken. When we say Rihanna Stewart's bag is thick, like this thing is thick, thick. 2016 American Athletic Conference Championship, most outstanding player, right? 2016 Bridgeport Regional MOP, 2016 Final Four, most outstanding player. Of course, this goes back to college. 2016 American Af um, Athletic Conference Player of the Year. 2016 Unanimous First Team All-American, 2016 Sullivan Award winner, 2016 USBWA Player of the Year, 2016 Jar Winning Award Player, 2016 Red Trophy winner, 2016 Naismith, Naismith Trophy winner. There's a butt more 2016, right? 2016 Associated Press Player of the Year, the 2016 WNBA Rookie of the Year, 2016 Olympic Gold Medalist, 2018 WNBA MVP, 2018 WNBA Championship. Right, 2018 W um, Finals MVP, 2018 USA FIBA World um, um, World Cup MVP, 2018 World Cup Gold Medalist, 2019 Euro Cup Regular Season MVP, 2020 WNBA Championship and Finals MVP, 2020 Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year, 2020 also a gold medalist, um, uh, 
see Olympic basketball tournament MVP, to 21 Commissioner Cups champion. Right, sorry, my best. Let's stay on two. Right, then we have Commissioner's Cup MVP in 21, 2021. She was named to the 25th WNBA 25th anniversary team. Then, and that's still that's 2021. So what that breaks down to is a three-time WNBA All-Defensive Second Team, 2022, right, All-NBA um, Scoring Leader, right, um, in 22 NBA All-Defensive First Team. She was a four-time All-WNBA first, um, first Team as well. That's in 18, 20, 21, and 22. The Defensive Second Team was in 2016, 21, and 21. The fuck? Right? In 22, she's the FIBA World Cup gold medalist. Right? Then she's a two-time Euro Cup uh, champion in 21 and 23. Two-time Euro Finals MVP. Right? Euro League Final Four MVP in 21 and 23. And a five-time NBA All-Star. What's... That's two championships? Hold on. Let's see. MVPs and championships. Stuart well, was named 2016 NBA Rookie of the Year. Is a five-time NBA All-Star. Was named NBA MVP 2018. Led to the, the storm to the WNBA Finals in 2018 and 20. And was named Finals MVP after the team won both championships. Huh. I really thought she had more rings than that. She doesn't. And she's not a five-time NBA champion. She's like she's a two. I could have war and you know what and I could be mistaken I could be mistaken her rings for uh, Tarasi's rings her teammate am I doing the wrong person the right person so I think that maybe what's be happening there so she has two of those rings during that time And as I mentioned, right, there's a kind of a given that, that goes on in Seattle. The fact that she's doing this with a New York team that struggled for the last decade plus, right? Um, she becomes, it's funny, she's Aaron Rodgers in a sense. Oh, God, I don't hope to jinx her. Because New York has had it rough when it comes to players, right? Diaz. Randall, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Judge. They've had a tough slate with injuries. Really have. But Brianna Stewart was ba has basically ended up being similar to what Aaron Rodgers was for the New York um for the New York Jets. That they found that they had a good team that was a young up and coming. And there was an old wily veteran that can that thought that she can go there, make a legacy, and take them over the top. It's exactly where the New York Knicks are at in the position that they're at, where they're kind of looking for that Giannis onto the Kumpo to come there, or that Joel Embiid to come there who's unhappy. And okay, but I'm telling you right now that if she's not in New York. I don't believe she wins MVP this year. Especially when you look at the kind of year that Asia Wilson has had and also how great the Las Vegas Aces have been. New York Liberty are the second best team in the league. 
Las Vegas is the best. But she has put up a bunch of numbers. Like I said, like a ton of uh, uh, mo uh, most points ever scored by a New York Liberty player. She finished second um, in the league in all-time scoring. Her AJ, a her Asia Wilson, and damn it, I forgot the other young Jewel Lloyd. Is that what her name was? Yeah, Jewel Lloyd. All right, yeah. So her Asia, her Asia Wilson, and Jewel Lloyd all broke the previous scoring record of 880, um, 885 points in a season. And they have said that, uh, or uh, they have said, it has come in that this season is the most watched WNBA season in 20 years. What's going on? Most watched season in twenty years, like like so that that that's that's all, you know what we do here. Big up, big up. That's why I said like you're crazy. If you haven't been watching Breonna Stewart, you haven't been watching Candace Parker, you haven't been watching Asia Wilson do their thing this year, you are mad. And then also that Washington team, I mentioned the last time. The Washington team is no joke. Like New York is gonna wax them, right? We all like the Liberty is definitely gonna wax them, but best believe. Best believe that that is no that's that's no sleeper of a team. The Washington Mystics, they have they are a former champion. They were champions. What was it in the last three years? If I'm not mistaken, they won a championship with Ella Della Don. Well, you know we've talked about Ella Della Don. To no mistaken. Right, <laughs> let's just put it. <laughs> we talked a lot about Ella, right? So we was real happy to watch her breakthrough. So it's not like she's playing bums out there. And, and granted, you saw how they put up ten points, but but Sabrina Ionescu, a young lady that keeps getting the Stephon Curry comparisons, man, you don't know how special of a team that this New York Liberty. Has and the major opportunity to win a championship and pull this off that they can. I'm excited to see them, but not more excited than I am to witness week two of the NFL. That's probably the most exciting thing about, about this whole week. Not a little, couple things. My brother's birthday this weekend. We got Colorado versus Colorado State coming up as well, and also we have the NFL week two where. A lot of questions, right? A lot of questions are going to be answered. We're probably going to end up doing that in the last hour of the podcast, right? It seems like we have just about 30 minutes before we go into the last hour. But before we even get there, right, let's... I, I guess week one has brought up a lot of reactions already, in a sense. Because... With this, I, I think that the division winners now, like I'm already starting to set and reset some of these division winners. Let's let, let's let's go through a couple of them, right? As we have the, we're gonna start off with the NFC, right? And we're gonna go, we're gonna go south first. 
which this is the division that I think is the worst. Or even the hardest to try to figure out. Now, I did this exercise earlier without even seeing some of these records. Not, without even knowing some of these records. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Atlanta, I don't believe in. And the Saints, I still have problem believing in. For me, I believe that this is probably Tampa Bay's conference to, to lose. Baker Mayfield may be the guy, may be the more the most experienced guy here. You still have Mike Evans. You have some championship pedigree. The team does pedigree that's lingering from their championship run a couple years back. This may be the this may be the division that puts up the team that makes it to the playoff with the worst record. But for here in the NFC in the NFC South, I think I'm still going Tampa Bay. I think I'm still going Tampa Bay. Carolina, they're too young to really understand what's going on with their quarterback situation. The Saints, I think I think they're about to go through their stretch of being the Aints. The Falcons, that was a fluke. But right now they have some of that young boy swag going on over there. So ultimately, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay and what they know and probably what the expectation is, is trying to follow in the post. Nah, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> in the post Tom Brady era. Next up, we have the NFC North. All right. And you know what? Let's. Nah, we'll save that music for later. But you know what I'm not going to save for later? My hunger. Sorry. I am going to take... I want to say it's going to be my last break. I want to say it's going to be our last break. But we'll be back. After these messages, we'll be right back. They didn't join this team to win championships. Or become famous. They join because there is important work to be done, and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world. And they can respond, I became a soldier. Okay, we are back. Last break of the day. We're officially here. Okay, so we got a couple of divisions, right? And I and I wasn't sure if I wanted to save up these division winner these division winner picks until Monday, right? Or if I wanted to do it today. And I think we're gonna go ahead and write this out today. Hmm. So in the NFC North, that in the division where you have the Green Bay Packers. And their new quarterback in Jordan Love. The Detroit Pistons 
who have now become the Detroit Lions. <laughs> and the most rambunctious group of grizzly biters you've ever met. Chicago Bears who can't get right and the Minnesota Vikings who has Kirk Cousins. Who is currently right now in an all-time record of Hold on. Let's pull this up. But I think he's about five games above no eight games. He's about eight games below five hundred. Above five hundred. Yep. Seventy four, sixty six, and two. So what that means that this year he's gonna go back to average. He has at least ten more losses to go this year. This thing he has eight losses to get to average. That takes us out to nine games played in the NFL. Including one from last night. And once that happens, there's an additional how many weeks do we have now? 18? Additional nine that he has to play and kind of split. So you're talking about a, a, a year where we're thinking about five and thirteen. And a tie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if Kirk Cousins is the ultimate average quarterback that we think he is, and with having a schedule as tough as he does in the first six games of the season, eight losses isn't hard to see. 13 losses isn't, isn't, isn't hard to comprehend. Next thing you know, we're talking about him being 79, 79, and 3, which would kind of make sense. I don't know if I picked them already <clears throat> before, but I'm saying this again. If I haven't said it before, I'm saying it again. The Minnesota Vikings mate are not good or one of the teams that made it last year that are not going to make it back to the playoffs this year and while I'm going back in time a little bit I wonder what the ratings are going to be for tonight's game remember last week he had a rating of 3.8 at 7.26 million viewers Which is more than any one of the the week one games. Mm. So in the NFL North, right? So I mean, it's good. I've had I've had better, but hungry. Uh, who did I pick? I think I picked Detroit. I think I don't. Packers are still a little too young, so still a little too young for me to have faith in. Chicago has no anything experience. Let's just call it that. Minnesota is cursed by Kirk Cousins, right? Cursed Cousins, as he's probably going to be referred to as this year. And 
Like I said, not a bad Cousins. That's a cursed Cousins. That's what I mean. Cursed cur Cousins. So because of that, I think I think by default, I may be going Detroit for this division. Next up, we have the NFC West, right? Where you have Seattle and Geno Smith maybe starting to write some people back. Maybe. Arizona Cardinals that are writing off their whole entire season. The San Francisco 49ers that have just found the right way to build a team and, 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 and found, a, found the right way to succeed with any quarterback you fit in there. And the Rams who went for it right now took a step back. And now maybe you're seeing some of that McVay tenure energy of getting young men now that are getting a group of guys that are no longer in resting on our loyals oh we already gave it all to win a Super Bowl to guys out that are fresh hungry I kind of want to learn from this great guy that have done all of this that has done this in college and throughout the league and won these guys to the Super Bowl recently I don't think anybody in the world doesn't think that this should be San Francisco's division. I would say, I say, Seahawks may make a run, but we won't see if they actually able to close the gap against the 49ers team. And we don't expect the Rams to maintain their current winning streak. And then last but not least, We have the NFC East, which, based off the fact that I can't say their names, actually, what am I saying? I'm tripping. It's like Eric. This is Phillies. But the NFC East, it has the Giants, the Commanders, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. I honestly believe that the Giants are the worst team in that division. Because they don't have the kind of defense to rely on or cause sustainability for this team or for the travel yet. And if you have a shaky O-line and the worst defense, I don't see how you beat a defense first team like Washington that we've seen that okay, we could do, uh, we're okay with our quarterback being mediocre as long as we can disrupt. I'm not holding this up like I'm doing advertising. I'm tripping. My hand was just kind of stuck in the, in this position. I call my baby. I'm trying to see if she's still on her. 283-hour work binger. I can't make these shits up. So, back to what we were saying. 
Excuse me. I, I, I truly believe, Lot of Mercy, I truly believe that the Giants are the worst team in this division. Also, between Philly and Dallas, I'm not saying anything new. If you, if you guys have listened to, to some of these programs, right, I, I, I'm a, like, I've heard enough people right now to understand. Like this, this is the, at least here, these are a couple of these or duh, right? San Francisco is definitely a duh um, kind of division. So was wait, who did I pick? Detroit. Why do I have di? I don't know what the fuck I got. I got D-I-L. I, I feel that on the for the most part on the surface, everybody kind of sees the same thing. Detroit has a strong possibility of taking the eight in the NFC North, right? I don't think we. I don't. I don't know how many of us agree on what's going on in the NFC South, but. I'm look, honestly, I'm looking at I'm looking at the solid at who has the most reliable quali- quarterback play. Like I said, the whole rest of the teams can't quite figure out what's going on there. And, and while the Giants believe they have their quarterback, I, they don't. I don't believe that they have their quarterback, and I don't believe their quarterback is a believable quarterback. I know a lot of people can say the same thing about the New York Jets. It's fine. But this is between the Eagles and the Cowboys to win this division. It fully is. Washington and the New and, and the New York Giants are really just along for the ride, and the Giants and uh, and the Giants and the Cowboys are there, you know, just to keep the division relevant. But we don't have Dallas and New York to talk about. That is one of the more more relevant divisions, right? That's probably one of the divisions get talked about the most. You have Philly, Dallas, New York, and Washington D.C. in this. Like, you gotta, like, there's a player that figures out, like, yeah, this is the, that's the, that's the division that gets all of the media conversation. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. I mean, who wants to hear daily about what's happening in Jacksonville, Tennessee, Houston, and India? But that is your AFC self. Right, and in the AFC South, of those teams, again, this I believe is or is hypnotic, automatic, something, something funky, fresh. Now, right, right, right. Ow! Shit, it's been a while. Ooh, that one's always pierced. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But this is Jacksonville Jaguars division. The rest of the teams just aren't believable. Like, we see you, but we don't believe you. That's what I got to figure out. Like, who are going to be some of like, the, the wild card teams coming up um, in, in the NFC? And let's start off by putting Dallas Cowboys in there. Very first one. We'll round out the wild card seed in on next podcast. Right? Oh shit, wait a minute. I know I haven't gone 30 minutes yet. Okay, whew. 
But we are, we'll round that out next podcast um, for you guys. But Because, like I said, you, as you can see, like some, like some of these divisions are going to put out one, two, maybe even three. But some of these are only some of these are just gonna be one off, one off, one off, one off, one off. I think I saw another one here that I believed in. Cause I don't believe it's gonna be Philly, Dallas, and Washington. That'll be wild if Washington makes that kind of statement, that kind of claim. But like I said, for the AFC South, we're going Jacksonville. And the NFC North, right? Where we got the Cincinnati Bengals, Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens, and the Cleveland Browns. This is one of the divisions where you can see every single team making it. You could see it. And if, and you can see every... It's also one of those divisions where every single team in this division could be above 500. Very oddly. Because if the Pittsburgh Steelers are the worst team in this division... And you believe that they that Mike Tomlin will continue his streak of never having a less than five hundred record? Hey yo, cuticles are thick today. <laughs> then this whole division can make it. Cincinnati started off slow, and they are going to be slow because Joe Burrow is coming back from an injury. So if you start looking at first four games, it's kind of an ex- a super extension of, of, the, of preseason, right? You have to figure while there's some hayway, there's, there's some leeway to make here. You don't want to be overly judgmental at all of the bad play that you see. It just means that some guys maybe haven't ca- ca- gotten into their stride yet. And based on the fact that we've seen Cincinnati do this already, maybe that's the faith that they can do, that they're doing this again. So Cincinnati, I can see, start to jump towards the top. But Pittsburgh is still no joke. The Baltimore Ravens are still the Baltimore Ravens, and the Cleveland Browns have a good have, have, have one of the best running games in the, in the league to go along with Deshaun Watson, who is finally trying to get back into football shape and figure out what he's doing. Now, that's another team that we won't talk a lot about. And remember I mentioned earlier that everything is kicking in? Nope. Lies, lies, lies. Everything right now is kicking in. <laughs> Tell you this right now. The Benadryl, I believe right now the Benadryl has officially hit its course and its maximum peakage. Let me see. That's about two hours into the show. Jeez. So it takes two hours for the Benadryl to fully kick? Did we take, when did we take this? It's right at the start of the show, right? And here I am two hours in and I'm finally like, yo... I'm having a problem holding the heads high. I know you guys already felt like... So, either my voice's tone has gotten softer. And it's noticeable. Right? Or, my head is officially muffled and everything sounds lower to me. I haven't been able to determine which one, which one that is. But... I can tell you. Try to get out here and be the best coach I can be, and I look up and I read some bull junk that they said about us. Talk to us. Once again. Uh, talk to why us. would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts up, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, 
So if you look at someone and what we do is that after I pick these winners, right? Next week, next show, whatever. And we, and so we'll keep expanding, um, expanding upon this, right? And what we'll end up doing is that I'll end up giving you the not just the league winners, right? But and also the bench individuals. But I'm also going to give you their odds to win, to eventually give you their odds to win an NBA champ, a W. An NFL championship. <laughs> now, like I said, the NFC North is one of the, is one, the AFC North is actually probably one of the toughest divisions because you know everybody in that division has real pride. And, and, and that's the, and, and, and maybe that's the best way to describe that division, right? Is that, Everybody has real pride. And it takes almost a superhuman team to come out of that division. To me, I'm going to go Cincy. I'm going to go Cincy to come all the way back from 0-1 at the bottom of that division. They come back and I, I, I know I'm picking Baltimore. I think I'm, I'm picking Baltimore. By the time Cincinnati gets right, it may be too late. The only thing that worries about, about Baltimore, Baltimore starts off hot and then they fade off at the end. Which means that if they get on a streak, they will leave the door open for Cleveland and Cincinnati to be able to snatch that number one spot from them. You heard it here first. And that's that's just that's just that's just how they 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 make me nervous. Next up, we have the West, so it has the Broncos, right? And obviously, Broncos with Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson. What did I think he was at earlier today? I ain't gonna lie to you. We, we, I mentioned the team earlier today, and for some reason I thought he was there. But I could be thinking about Deshaun Watson. Who knows? You got the LA Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the, and the Las Vegas Raiders. And this is one of those you got to you got to prove it to me 
that you can truly beat them. Now, I know my next pick is going to go 100% against this. <laughs> but you have to show me that you can beat them. And, and that's about Kansas City specifically. Until you are shown that you can continuously sun them. I can't... And I'm talking about not just the division, Michaels. Every team on your schedule. A all one, one start to a, De to a Detroit Lions team that, like I said, we have one in the division too, but we have them as the most roughest, toughest, ankle-biting, like shin-splinting, kneecap-breaking, grizzly-gobbling, rootinous, tooting, racking, fracking, low-down sh shooter in the land. That's them. <laughs> That's them. So I can see them getting caught off guard by maybe the physicality or the intensity and the tenacity. Right? That Detroit came out with because they had all of those. They had all of it. I'm still big against it to come out on top here. And then the one with my team in it, with my team sitting up top, don't you don't believe that the New York Jets are going to be able to maintain their strangle their, their, their early strangleholds on the t on that division right the buffalo bills you also don't believe to to, to continue to be an unwinnable team and the new england patriots has a pretty good gosh darn defense but none of them have a cheetah a lion a ostrich Pumped up on Mountain Dew and jet fuel. <laughs> so, I'm picking the Miami Dolphins to win this division. They should. Without Aaron Rodgers, without the New York Jets, don't have a chance to win this division to me. Which means that this comes back down to Miami and Buffalo. And Buffalo can't afford to start slow. A lot of these teams can't afford to start slow, but Buffalo can't afford to start slow. Just like Miami can't. So um, um, as dynamic as Miami's offense has looked, with the ch actually, you know what? We're gonna we're transitioning. Believe it or not, we're transitioning in, in, into our first pick of the day. And since that's the case, and it's and it's gonna be. A game revolving Florida. Let's go ahead and bring in our nice little call on camera in Florida. Florida man decided to bring an alligator with him while making a beer run. I'm taking I'm taking a nap as soon as the podcast is over. I may get two hours out unauthorized nap timing. Uh, maybe it is authorized. I just I just told you guys about it. So the Miami Dolphins are going to be playing in the afternoon game versus the New England Patriots. Right now, they they are a, they are a three point favorite to win this to win this game, which means on a neutral site they probably think New England wins. Actually, yeah, no. Go to Miami. This probably ends up being negative six. 
happen the way I understand things. Yeah, never mind. So, first guy that we, I'm, I'm going to give you is Miami New England, right? As, as you know, I, I like to stay within the division. I, I will go through the rest of the division picks on Friday. Wait, what am I saying? Today's Saturday. We go through all the picks. <laughs> we go through all the picks. Actually, I think I already did the picks already. Miami New England, Buffalo, Las Vegas, Jersey, Dallas. So, Miami and New England. This may be the best and worst thing that happens this week. And I'll tell you why. For New England, for Miami Dolphins fans, this is probably the worst thing that can happen to you guys. Because the formula still stands. Young quarterback. Bill Belichick has enough in his arsenal to throw at you to make you look stupid. The, the game plan that Miami Dolphins utilize, and, and, and hopefully it's a bad game plan. Because if it is a semi-decent game plan, this is gonna end up, this game is gonna be the foundation on how to stop the Miami Dolphins. That's why you hate it. That's the true reason of why you hate this game. If you're the Miami Dolphins, if you're the rest of the league, you love it because you may get a chance to take a look at, on how to slow down. What honestly is one of the most dynamic teams in the NFL today. You're talking about running guns. Oh my goodness. It's like Superman throwing football passes to the flash. Kaya, my Let me slow down. <laughs> but this is how this looks. Let me see if the odds have changed any. Was it at 3.5 before? The odds were 2.5 in Miami's favor. And now it's raised up a whole point. Half a point. Which means that they thought that they that Miami will win by a field goal. But it has to be exactly over. Uh, it has to be over a field goal, <laughs> right? And and, and, I, and that's what ended up happening when I look at that. I see two point five versus three point five. Like nah, if we allow this field goal here, then this this game is gonna be different with that field goal. But with us putting on the oh, at the field goal number, like nah, now people really gotta determine what they wanna do. Everything's hidden. Everything's hidden. Everything's hidden. I'm going to take, I hate to say it, but I'm going to take New England to win this game. And if I'm not mistaken, they, that, I mean, New England was a plus three, so they have to score more than three points for them to be able to get this victory in the lines. Uh, I say they cover the spread, it's a five point game. Oh shit! I tell you, it's hitting me. Everything is hitting me. I'm gonna take a nap. I'm taking a nap right after this. Now let's get into the rest of these, the rest of these football picks, right? Uh, we have Green Bay, uh, Green Bay Packers at Atlanta. Atlanta currently right now is favored by two and a half points. 
I mean, I'm gonna see how I'm gonna test Green Bay, and I'm picking, and I'm gonna pick Green Bay to win this game. This is a big test. This is a really big test for Green Bay, right? They have the Las Vegas Raiders. Are right, you heard me talk about this on Wednesday's podcast, where where they were a nine and a half point underdog to the Buffalo Bills. Well, now they're coming at an eight-and-a-half-point underdog to the Buffalo Bills, folks. And we, I think we are still picking Buffalo to win this damn game and to cover. Cause they ha- because they have to. They had a they, ha- they had a really bad, heartbreaking loss to the Jets last week. And this hopefully ends up becoming a statement game when they show people that, hey, we went what we put on film last week. And that's really what you're going to hope for a lot of people, is that this week's games, right, and even next week's game, is them starting to say, hey, what you've seen of me so far is not me. But by, by, but by week four, these things should be cleaned up. Definitely by week five. All of it should be cleaned up. No mercy after that. If you're still a bum by week five, you can get dropped. Quicker than a rock bottom. Quicker than a Stone Kill Steve Stunner. I got Buffalo. Uh, I got Buffalo winning that game out of pride. They're, they're gonna want to come back and, 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 and put on a good standing, and also to, to cover that spread as well of eight and a half. Even though that is a lot. We have Baltimore at Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is at a three-point favorite. Told you things are headed. Right, Cincinnati is, is, is a three-point favorite. Now, because of the fact that I have Baltimore winning that division, I'm gonna have to see Baltimore taking this dub, um, taking this dub here. But because Cincinnati took their L last week, I see them being desperate enough to need it. But I don't see I don't see Joe Burrow being healthy enough yet. His health factor is a major concern for me. So if I am wrong, it's because he ends up looking way better shape-wise, movement-wise, pain tolerance-wise, injury-wise, than he did the previous week. Right, we have we, we have Detroit coming in as, as, as a favorite at, um, versus Seattle of, of, of five, a negative five. I am going to take Detroit to win this game. Flat out, I don't know if they covered that far. We got Indy versus Houston in one of the biggest I don't give a fuck about bowls. But if I had to pick one, I'm going to go with the whole team. And you can tell Vegas wasn't too sure about this either. This came, this came in with a negative one scoreline. Yeah, negative one. We got Jacksonville over Kansas City. Kansas City is another one of those teams where you don't see them losing twice in a row. This is where pride and personal professionalism comes into play. Yeah, you heard me. Pride and professional and personal prof- and personal professionalism comes into play. That's what happens here, and they're gonna have to be serious about. Uh, they're gonna. They are going to have to be serious about winning. Because if they fall down 0-2, I don't care how good you're, you're the, you are. 
I don't care how bad you think this division is going to be, and obviously it's not going to be that difficult. You're going to have to start off by getting the victory for week, num uh, for week number one, right? Uh, uh, getting the victory at week number two so you can erase, what's, uh, erase whatever happened in, in week number one. Now, but I even think I picked Kansas City for again and I put them in my pick. But I'm going Kansas City. I'm definitely going Kansas City. Chicago versus Tampa Bay. Tam uh, Tampa Bay is, is, a, is, a, is, a two, is a two and a half point favorite. And I'm going to go ahead and go with Tampa Bay. I, 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 and I honestly believe that they cover as well. Right? I honestly believe that this is one of the ones where they cover. Who do I have cover? So I got Buffalo covering. I got Tampa Bay covering. Thought I had somebody else. Right, we got the Chargers versus versus Tennessee. Chargers are a, fav uh, are a three and a half point favorite. That Tennessee find themselves, finds themselves as an underdog, and I believe that LA Chargers also comes in here with a way to try to win this game. T Tennessee is gonna have to try to figure out what's going on with their starting with their starting lineup, their QB, and everything else. And until that happens, these kind of questions and this game is is gonna continuously be a difficult season for them. Now, that wraps up actually the early games for the NFL Week 2. Now for the later slate of games, where you have the San Francisco 49ers going into L.A. and taking on the Rams, where they have San Francisco as a 7-point favorite. I just like San Francisco here. I don't know if they cover that spread. I really don't. I'm going to expect the L.A. Rams to come in here with a little bit of pride and not get Molly Wap all up and down the field. So... Yeah, I am actually going to take um, San Francisco here. The New York Giants. I wonder if I should save this for last. Right, because as, as I said already, Miami should beat New England. Right, and obviously, obviously, I, I want the Jets to beat Dallas. But Dallas and their nine and a half should beat the Jets. But I'm going to tell you this. I don't believe that they cover that spread. <laughs> right, yeah, I, I'm going to tell you this much right now. I do not believe that they cover that nine and a half point spread. So holler at your boy. Look, let's see. I will take a little look in a minute to see uh, later and see if it's any better odds. And then last but not least, we got Washington versus Denver. This is another one of those weird games, right? But let's see if one of the one of the things that Aaron Rodgers, not Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson starts to do is. Start plays with his legs a little bit more. Like that may be a little bit more beneficial. We seen him gashing the gashing the defense the other week, and I was like, ooh, ooh. So while I do know right now is a three and a half, um, Denver is a three and a half point favorite over Washington. I'm going to say that that Washington defense travels. Even though Denver has a decent defense as well, too. I'm going to say that Washington defense travels, and they're going to get themselves a nice little dub. Now, that brings us into the Monday night games, where we got two games later for Monday. You guys want to do Jets Dallas? You guys suck. You guys suck. I know I skipped them. Dallas has a better team. The Jets don't have their franchise quarterback. Right now, it should be a molly whopping, but it should not be a nine and a half point favorite. Like I said, I have the New York Jets at least um, 
at least at, at um at least covering the the spread. This is not going to be the same kind of game that they had with the New York Giants. The Dallas Cowboys actually need to. The Dallas Cowboys actually need to hope that their quarterback isn't running for their life as they get a chance to see how good this defense is. That's the thing I've been wondering about teams that, that have good defense is that do you make life hell for your offense and your, and, and, and your quarterback or your team so that he can realize that, listen, you guys, if you guys start being able to get, be productive against us, you can get anything on me because we don't play over here. First game of the first of the Monday night matchups is going to New Orleans versus Carolina, and boy, have I never seen or heard of a shittier set of games that need to be determined. I am sorry, this is bad. And when I say this is bad, I mean like this is bad, bad. Because neither one of them. Oh my God, my head hurts trying to pick this one. I think I, I I think I skipped this one yesterday too. But neither one of these teams deserve any nice thing that goes their way. <laughs> like seriously. No, seriously. How is this even possible? How is this even possible? Wait, so right now. Um, New Orleans is a favorite by three points, and that lets you again like, see that that three point number. I let you know that you know what this could easily be three points going the other way, and I can fully understand. These these are the tougher games to to pick, but if I had to. Oh, man. I'm picking Cleveland over Pittsburgh. I, I have a little bit more faith in that one. I, I really do. As, as Pittsburgh is a three-point underdog as well. But I have, a, I have a decent time picking Cleveland on this one. I don't have that, I don't have that same kind of conviction for um, New Orleans or Carolina. But Carolina has that super young quarterback that just kind of looks lost. Let's see if his lostness can get him a dub. Because something got to give. I got holes where you hide. I hustle where you live, and he's gonna have to hustle. They got to hustle themselves for a couple of points. They can't. They, they can't be like the Giants and look that inept anymore. And I think that does it, folks. Let me see. Were there any off-topic things we wanted to talk about? I know there was the conversation with the Bills owner sending the racist comments. We'll talk. Uh, we'll to hear about more information coming out of there. What else do we have? Like I said, don't forget about the Colorado Bowl game, right? That's, that's going to be at 10 o'clock tonight. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> right? WNBA action continues this weekend. Actually, no, no, continues on Tuesday, actually. So we'll have a couple of games. We'll have a, we'll have a couple of days to continue. We'll have a podcast that we'll end up doing before then. Again, folks, I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I appreciate all the lessons. I appreciate all the follows. I appreciate all the likes. I appreciate all the shares. All right, you've been a wonderful bunch. I want to thank you again for paying attention. I want to thank you guys for listening. 
Like, don't, don't forget, anytime you ever have any comments or questions, you can always hit me up in the DMs. And also, hit me in the DMs, and we will address these questions all, um, again on the air. Regardless of what kind of questions, maybe I'll start doing them question columns. Alright, can you do me a favor? Can you play my outro so I, I can stop rambling, please? Like, thank you. Sorry, B. Sorry. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag. No lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Took a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my anti podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My T. Sports.